It's Friday, August 6th, and it's the Flag on the Play podcast. Quick little one-episode break, but now we're back with episode 28. So much to discuss today. First of all, NBA free agency is all but done now. We've got so much to talk about there. We're going to get you into the ins and outs of that. Then we're going to move over into the football. Football's back. Preseason was here tonight. We're starting to get that football smell in the air, and that's exactly what you're looking for. We got Bozo of the Week. We got Genius of the Week to finish it off. All that good stuff and more. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday. Enjoy the episode. A great episode. Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Friday, August 6th, almost in July. It's August, though. What, what a time. First episode of August, first episode back from vacation. It's the flag on the play, if you didn't already know. But this is Phil joining me today, back in studio after the said vacation. New Raptor jersey on. It's Alex. How's it going? It's, it's going great. New Raptors jersey on. I'm feeling good. Signed Masai. So good, good day to be a Raptors fan. And uh, as Drake would say, we're charged up. Wow. Look at that. What a shout out right there. Joining us as well, he's, he's actually wearing a shirt with no logos on it today, which is the first time I think I've ever seen that happen. It's Owen. How's it going? It's going good. It's, uh, you know what they say, Phil? They say absence makes the uh, heart go stronger, heart grow fonder. fonder. That's it. There we go. You found it. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so yeah, no, happy to be back. I know the fans have been clamoring for a new episode, so I'm here to, we're all here to deliver. Oh, they've been clamoring. Yeah. Today was the biggest day in show history. Yeah. So shout out to all the fans out there listening. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to keep pumping these out the rest yeah. of the way we go. So and if, uh, if you've just stumbled upon an episode, random episode, let us know like where you found it. Yeah, that yeah. we've been doing some detective work over yeah. here trying to figure that out. So if you found looking, it randomly, let us know how that happened. Looking please. for leads. Yeah, yeah, we're really trying to figure out what what happened. So if anyone would like to come forward, let us know for yeah. sure. Yeah, for we sure. can reward you with like a shout out on the pod. Sure, and like Consider future considerations. Yeah, yeah, second round pick in yeah. 2027. Yeah, let's do it. It's episode 28. 28s are tough to find, but you know, prime Adrian Peterson would seem to be the biggest one of our lifetime. Chris Johnson, back in the day, he was a 28. I literally can't think of anybody else off the top of my head. So, I got a Jays player here. Let's go. So they've actually cycled through a bunch of 28s. Like Even this year, there have been two. But uh, the one that sticks out to me is Colby Rasmus. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh he was Big country else. Colby, dude. Yeah. He, he was something else. Remember how he looked pretty clean the first year, and then he came back the second he year? He got scruffy. Yeah. It he got... He, he was looking out of this world yeah. the second year. That mullet was just, it was crazy. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. What a shot. I wouldn't have thought of that guy's name if you, wow. Yeah. What a bring back. Yeah. And uh, for Flames, I've got Elias Lindholm, current player, beast. Yeah. We love we love Lindholm. And surprisingly for the Raptors, there's never been a number 28 in well, history. 28 is a number that makes you look bigger than you are. Because eight already is a big number. And then two as well. You don't want to <laughs> Takes up a lot of the jersey, eh? It really does. Yeah, That's not definitely. a great number. Yeah. As I said, fresh off vacation, we're feeling good. As Alex said, charged up. But the best thing about our vacation is there wouldn't have been a lot to talk about on Sunday, but now that we're back here, yeah. pile it all together. We have so much to talk about. 
boys we might have one of our last nba conversations the last couple months here we might i feel like we've been saying that though the last four episodes and then there's always something to talk about if if you look at what's coming up though it's slim yeah Yeah, that's true yeah so let's let's bang it out let's finish the nba talk yep we obviously took a break over nba free agency and it's all pretty much done now we Kawhi's going to re-sign, it looks like. That's the last domino to fall here. There's a couple other, you know, mid-level guys. We'll, yeah. we'll get to them. We'll, we'll give them special mention. But I think there's probably no other place to start than the Chicago Bulls. They've uh, charged up, just like us. Yep. And they've added DeMar DeRozan. That was probably the big signing. Lonzo mm-hmm. Ball. Caruso. You know, they, they picked up quite a guy, quite a mix of guys there. Vucevic at the deadline mm-hmm. last year, too. We got to remember him. So they're taking a run here, but... I just wanted to know what you boys thought of the moves. Where do you think their ceiling is in the East? Do you think they're in that upper echelon? Do you think they're sort of in the middle? Is it TBD? What are you guys thinking? So uh, I'm a really big fan of their offseason moves. I'm really high on them. Uh, I think they did great. I wouldn't put them in the Nets Nets Bucks Bucks, uh, tier. No. But, I mean, honestly, I'd put them maybe in the tier right after that. I honestly think I love Donovan as a coach, and I love the players they have. Um, and I have a confession to make, actually. I love the team so much that I actually went on 2K today and just wow. traded for wow, all the that, players and played with them. That's like, really dedication right Literally, there. and I just had to see it. Like, Caruso in a Bulls jersey looks nuts. You gotta, I, I like that because you kind of got to see how it all plays together. Yeah. Exactly. And the team functions just fine, boys. So take yeah. my word for it. Vucevic, beast. You got Caruso, a ball. So good handling yeah. over there. So um, I'm I'm definitely high on the Bulls. Do you think that's how NBA GMs do it before they make a trade? They like get on 2K and run a sim. I'd say about half like a of them, yeah. Sim. yeah. See how it goes. <laughs> they you see know? where they end up. Giannis yeah. wins the MVP definitely. every year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Override. Yeah. yeah. No, I think they're probably in that middle tier as well. I'm high on their off season too, but the, it's not like they're like really starting from much of a base. To be honest with you, I think it's going to be a weird fit to start because. I love DeRozan. DeRozan has come a long way as a player in the last couple of years specifically. I could say that from watching him a lot firsthand. But he still needs the ball a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And Zach Levine is not exactly an off-ball guy. I know Lonzo can play away from the ball. I know Caruso mm-hmm. can do it. Patrick Williams is obviously going to be like the designated defense guy. Yeah. But it's going to be weird to sort out the touches, I think, for them. But Donovan's a great coach. If anybody can really bring it out of him, I think it's them. But I put him in that mid, mid-pack on you, same page. Or... Yeah, I would... Uh... I think, Phil, you've, you and I have kind of talked about this. I would say they're probably in the mid-tier. I think, you know, talent-wise, you could make a case for them being higher, but I think when you just actually break down the teams and put them in order, I think you have it's hard to make a case for them to be any higher than maybe like a f- 5 or a 4 if they really overachieve, and even yeah. that would be, you know, everything falls right, you know, injury luck, all that. So I would say, you know, they're, they're going to hang around if they, if they perform to the expectations that I think most people have for them around the 5 or 6 range. Yeah, I think yeah. that sounds about right. But do you think, okay, like DeRozan's obviously obviously in his 30s, and mm-hmm. Vucevic I think is close if he's not in his yeah. 30s. And do you think it's sort of worth it for them to take that gamble No, with all of us who, I mean, we like to think we know a lot about basketball, but we all agree it's kind of a mid-pack team. Do you think that's the proper risk to take if you're them? Like, would you do that just to be a middling team, really? Um, I think that given Chicago's fan base... Uh, you kind of have to do that. I think there's a lot of pressure from the fans. They've been pretty bad for the past five, six years, ever since Butler really left. But even when he was around, mm-hmm. they weren't very competitive. Um, and then just given the Levine situation as well, I think they really like him. Um, they stole him from the Timberwolves, basically. And uh, I think he has about a year left 
on his deal. So they want to make a competitive team around him. Mm-hmm. I saw on Twitter he was like, I forgot what he did, but he was supporting the 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 moves for sure. So I think given Levine's situation and given the fan base and and how rabid they are, um, I think it was worth it. Yeah, I personally probably would not have made the move just because I think long term, it's not gonna. It's not. I don't think it's a championship team at this point, and I don't think there's. When you're in the middle, it's a lot harder to add those pieces to make yourself a championship team, especially because of how much they've spent. So I personally wouldn't have done it, but I understand. I think the big thing is Zach Levine. I think they want to do right by him, and I think he's, you know, in the prime of his career, and he's as good as he'll be. And that is, in my opinion, a really high level scorer and playmaker in the NBA. So I, I, I mean, I understand it. I personally wouldn't have done it from a long term perspective, but I think, uh, I, I think it's, you know, I think there's a, a strong case to be made for sure. Yeah, I. I, th- I found it more interesting that DeRozan chose to sign there because I thought Lonzo was a really good signing right away. But DeRozan, just from his stance personally, I don't see really w- why. I understand he, he needs the ball and he can't be the best ball handler on a championship winning team. Like that's just unfortunately yeah. the truth of the situation. But if you're him, like what do you really gain by going there at the tail end of your prime if this is the ceiling? And I thought it was weird by Chicago too. I know they want to get better, but th- I think maybe another guy who can play more of a 3 and D role in a less ball dominating role would have suited them better but I think it's more of like what Alex said right like they the fans are clamoring for it they need yeah. to put talent around Levine and this was the best guy in the market so they're making a good sales pitch to him at least yeah I don't know if it was a money thing for DeRozan which it looks like it easily could have been because they said he stonewalled the Clippers they were basically going to his house and he just like canceled on them mm-hmm. um so like you said I, I thought there was a good chance he'd end up on the Lakers obviously once they made their signings that wasn't realistic or than the Clippers but um I don't know why I, I I think I've seen some DeRozan hate and stuff but I think just you know the Spurs have been kind of under the radar and people maybe haven't watched as much Spurs basketball in the past couple of years but I, I think he's honestly been great like he's a great scorer um and they've said that his uh passing and, and facilitating has improved quite a bit I'm sure yeah. you can attest he, to that de- definitely definitely yeah he was the main guy to be tasked with finding people that's going to yeah. be what they have to replace the most playmaking really and and the biggest thing is um like you said there's only one ball and donovan's gonna have to figure out how to get shots for everybody because even when vucevic did come in um their offense wasn't that great so when he came into the deadline they were still kind of struggling on offense so now you have DeRozan who's going to need some shots um you're gonna have to fit in ball there too so it'll Love be interesting me. to watch yeah more malleable for sure but yeah another team out in the east that made some big moves is miami they took uh, Alex's boy, Kyle Lowry. Yeah. He's he's pretty down bad and suffering. The Groat is something I would love to talk about at length at another time. But, yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, the Heat, they added Lowry. They got P.J. Tucker. That was a bit of a surprise. But, you know, you could kind of, like, picture him in the jersey. It, yeah. it, it, I could definitely picture him in the jersey, but I just I don't know how much he adds. Um, I, I feel like he was a little overrated maybe in the playoffs. Just, just yeah. a tiny bit because he did stand in the corner there for, like, almost the entire entire finals and was basically a zero every game. So yeah, I see what Miami's trying to do. Like they're kind of also getting like some of the older vets. They're trying to get a lot of defense, but that was an okay move. Yeah. They had Markeith Morris too. And I think to me, I, I saw it all come together and I think they make a little more sense in a playoff series with all that more experience and age. Cause it is an older team, but I think in the regular season, it's going to be a little more interesting, mm-hmm. but I feel like they don't care where they land. And they stack up pretty well defensively against yeah. the Nets or the Bucks. They've got guys who can play in that series. Do you think their window's really extended by this? Do you think that it was... We all sort of agreed, more or less, when they got eliminated, that the finals run might have been a fluke. But do you think that door opens back up again now that they're clearly better than they were? 
when they went there, went on that run to the finals. What do you guys think of their window maybe extending here? I, I think it's definitely extended. <clears throat> I mean, when you look at them position by position, we didn't really see um, Oladipo last year. So he's another guy that they're basically getting. Um, but they were able to retain most of their guys. So they also were able to re-sign um, Duncan, Duncan Robinson, Debo, which is good. But, yeah, I think defensively, for sure, they stack up against everybody. I think Kyle Lowry is, is an excellent defender still. Obviously, we know what we're getting out of Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and now P.J. Tucker. I think that's going to be one of the better offensive defensive teams in the entire NBA. And then, I mean, offensively, I think Kyle Lowry is somebody that has been there. He's, somebody, he's like a floor general type who can set the table. He's maybe role, you know plays a somewhat similar role to Dragic, but I think he's uh, he's got he's he's more talented and he's got more experience in that way. So so I, I like him for sure, and then I just think their moves are, are good generally. Yeah, I think I'd I'd agree that they're good in the short term here for this year. After that, I'm I'm honestly not not super confident. Uh, Lowry's honestly taken a beating while he was in Toronto. Yeah. All yeah. those charges. Um, he plays a really rugged, tough style. Um, they signed Butler to that pretty big extension. I mean, they didn't really have a choice. They have to sign him, but we'll see how Butler ages. He's also over well uh, over thirty. Um, Duncan Robinson. We'll see if if I'd love. I love Duncan Robinson. I think he's great, but he also got paid quite a bit, and we'll see if he can, you know, bring bring back value on that contract. And um, I don't know if I'm forgetting another extension. I think those were the big three, right? Lowry, yeah. Butler, and and Robinson. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I think in the short term, if if you want to win like bright like this year, sure. But after that, it could, it could get real, real tough. It could get dicey. I think the point you made about Lowry getting those miles on him is true. And last year was the first year we actually saw him take a bit of a step back. I think you can attest to that more than I can. Yeah. But it certainly seemed that way from an outside perspective. And I like I said, I like how they match up defensively, and I like everything that they did to improve their chances now. But like you said, it's a little touch and go for the future. I guess lastly for the big teams, uh. We should talk about the Lakers, which oh yeah, that that's team. that's a team you got to throw on two uh, K. Yeah, I haven't heard much about them the last couple of days. No, yeah. no, not at all. I didn't get a chance to toss them on two K. Yeah. But uh, every time I went on Twitter, it was like this guy's going to the Lakers on a vet min, and I'm yeah. like, my god. You know, if you look at their roster altogether, it's like, what is this? Like, <laughs> like I don't understand half the roster. Yeah. But I mean, it, I guess I could sum it up for you if you missed it. Like Wayne Ellington, Trevor Reza. Actually, you didn't miss it. What am I no, talking about? But, you saw it all. Yeah. There's no point. Do you think they had a best signing there, or do you think? They had a worse signing. Do you like their chances at a championship more or less than the roster they had last year? Any way you want to take it, I, I, this one is completely open floor because the Lakers are something else. I uh, I just feel like for every one uh, old guy they signed, they signed a young guy. <laughs> LeBron was like, Gabe, you're going to sign Melo. You need to get Nunn or Monk. Yeah, you got to keep that average age right at 30. You it's, know what? You can go over, you can go under, just match to yeah. 30. I, uh, I don't. I don't love their team. I have to be honest. I know you know they got Westbrook and, and stuff, but from from the signings, I I can't point to one and be like, wow, that was an unreal signing because a lot of them I think are one year deals and a lot of them are kind of prove it deals. So we'll see. It none hasn't had a big role in the playoffs. Monk has. I don't think he's ever really been to the playoffs. Mello, we'll see how, what his role is. If it, he's very old, obviously, and was I mean decent in Portland, but we'll see how how much longer he can go. Um, Wayne Ellington, I mean, everyone keeps talking about Wayne Ellington and his three point percentage. Guys, like I don't know if he's one of 
series in the and playoffs. He, and maybe he's been he, on nine tank, nine <laughs> yeah. teams. Probably the last season. For some reason, every team says, you know what, we're good. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. probably could have won last season a championship on a ring. He probably would have got a ring on like half the teams that went to the finals. He could have gone to the finals. Oh, he's played for them before, yeah. for sure. Like all of them. What was the year? Was it the COVID year or the year the Raptors won where he was like a free agent and so many teams wanted him, then he signed with the Pistons? I remember that. Yeah, I, I think it was the year the Raptors won. They were like, "Hey, like we'd love to have you on your team." He's like, "No, I'm going to the Pistons." <laughs> okay, dude, get that bag, <laughs> Detroit City. Uh, I think Monk was by far their best signing. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, that's I, what I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, I don't even think it's close. I, I was really amazed that they got him. That yeah. changes a lot of what I thought about their team. I still think if you lay it out, the math of it was they had two roads they could have taken. Mm-hmm. They could have taken the road that has Schroeder, Buddy Heald, and KCP. And they chose the road that has just Westbrook. That was their decision. I wouldn't have made that decision. I can certainly see why they did because LeBron is basically saying more or less, I don't care about the regular season. That guy's a walking trip to the playoffs. I I will take time off and he will get Mm -hmm. me there and I don't have to sweat it. And then we'll figure the rest out later. Same with AD. Yeah. You can chill. But I still don't. I, in the, as far as the playoffs go, I don't think their ceiling is as high as it would have been if they went with that other route. I think Carmelo's washed. When, <laughs> I I think Trevor Reese is washed. Yeah. I, oh, I right. know Trevor yeah. Reese is washed. I know he is. Yeah. <laughs> I think Wayne Ellington, like I said, has been on every team in the league. I'm good on him, but I think none was a good signing. Even though he he doesn't pass and he dribbles all the time. Yeah. But. Uh, it's going to be just fascinating to watch. Like I said, you just look at it, you're like, what is this? This doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, it's a roster that was made by a current player. That's what it is. Yeah, that's yeah. not a front office made roster. Yeah. And I would agree. I was going to say, Phil, I think the best signing, I, I agree with you by far, was Monk. Mm-hmm. Because I thought that was what they needed. Was You saw so many times last season, especially in the playoffs, where LeBron would you know set the table for a guy like KCP or... Kuzma or whoever it was and they would just miss a three yeah like an open three and Monk shoots the three ball at a really high percentage he's a really good athletic young player I think he's a good gonna be a good addition but on everything else I agree with you guys like a hundred percent I I there it's baffling some of the moves they made I think Westbrook like you were saying Phil that's a ticket to the playoffs but I think when the playoffs come we've kind of kind of know what we're getting from him and it's not that great to be to be honest so yeah and the amount of superstars who've played with Westbrook and decided yeah, I'm going to yeah. leave. Yeah, I'll That's, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a lot yeah, of pressure I mean, on James LeBron. James Harden <laughs> said, I'll take, I, we need to change. And he was willing to take John Wall over. Oh my God. Yeah. And <laughs> John, John, we know we're getting out of John just Wall. Just go too. down the list. It's yeah. pretty staggering. But Yeah, it's bad. But what I will say is, is I think it'll pay off if, like you like you guys are saying, if Westbrook can take them to, uh, to the finals or to the playoffs, I mean. And then it's like almost like a Tampa Bay Lightning situation where you just bring those guys back in on like regular minutes. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, rested and good to go i think then you say okay it's worth it and just westbrook you just and i don't he's not gonna want to but just like relax like you're good now you can take the load off and these guys just do what they do i meaning ad and and lebron maybe it's worth it but i don't know if that's gonna really be the case shout out hockey reference from owen yeah yeah that was unbelievable big hockey fan here yeah huge everybody knows that Uh, (laughs) i'm I'm flabbergasted over here i can't recover (laughs) i think we could quickly run through the conferences here just sort of that the dust is settled I think we both agree the best in the East would be Brooklyn and Milwaukee. I don't think that's close. Yeah. Above average. You just stop me if you disagree. This is above average. Atlanta. Yep. Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Miami. Yep. Mm -hmm. Boston. Mm, At average. Okay. I'd I'd say at average as well. Okay. Chicago. I'd say say above average. Slightly above. Yeah. And the Knicks. 
That one's debatable. Ooh, I think the I'd Knicks, Celtics, average. and Bulls are debatable. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. I'd put the Bulls a little higher than the Celtics and the Knicks, but that's mm-hmm. just me. The Celtics being there is purely because they have Brown and Tatum, yeah. in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. And Tatum can be, I mean, the ceiling. What's the Michael Jordan saying? The, the roof is the, is the ceiling. The roof is the ceiling. Thank you very The only much. reason I wouldn't put the Celtics higher is because they've literally done nothing. And yeah. if they're going to just bring back the same team from what we saw, it's they're going to be an average team. Same oh. team minus Kemba. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get to the Celtics. I've got the Celtics in here. Uh, average, we got Indiana. Yeah. They could be above average. They could though, be a, a really yeah. sneaky above average team. I, I I like their team, and and I've heard a lot of people saying, just don't touch anything. Yeah. Just, just get healthy this year and see what you have, yeah. and I really agree coach, with that. They had make a, big a borderline dictator as their coach last yeah. year, and now they've got one of the better coaches in the league, at least for the regular season. We'll see what happens past that. We got Charlotte in the average. I think that's fair. Yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. Lamelo Stan over there. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking, thinking about, about it. it. I love Lamelo. <laughs> I don't know what they they lost two good guys there, so I don't. Yeah, it's it Toronto. Below, Ooh, I'd say below, dude. Okay, honestly, right. I, I, res- I I respect the love, but yeah, uh, I'm just we haven't done a lot of one in the, the off season, so yeah, I think we're under Washington. I think they could actually be I, sneaky above I, average. I think they're gonna be well below. Oh really? Yeah. I think they're just right at average. I kind of like their off season, but no, we'll I can, see. We'll see. They're we'll gonna see. Be, they're gonna be terrible. We can throw that in yeah. at a later date. Below average. This is an undebatable three. Yeah. yeah Cleveland, Orlando, Detroit. Yeah. Smackdown. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. At the bottom of the mm-hmm. conference. Yeah. Enjoy 13, 14, and fifteen. Guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. West. I think there's only one at the top. I think it's the Lakers still. But yeah, yeah, it is because the Clippers don't have Kawhi like the whole year. The yeah. Nuggets don't have Murray for most of the year. Hmm. Hmm. I think you can make a case for the Warriors uh, and the Suns, though, would be the two that I would right, say. All right, Warriors, too. Yeah. yeah you got to think about them. But yeah. they, I, I just put them right yeah. below. And then Denver would be in there. Utah, I think, can still be above average. Yeah, Dallas. Pieces. Just because Dallas has Luka. Luka, yeah. yeah. But if they added a piece, they probably would have been almost with the Lakers. Yeah, I think so. On, yeah. And then Clippers, too. Average, I got yeah. Portland. Yeah. Well, Memphis. I'd say I put them almost. Actually, no, you're right. Average. Yeah, average. Yeah, Memphis. Average. Average. Yeah. This is only because they have one player. And I've said that a couple times, but this is literally only because they have one player. Bells. New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, well, I can talk Ingram. about them for days. Yeah. Ingram. Yeah. Ingram. Ingram. yeah we could do an eight hour episode. I swear. Yeah. They should do a serial about what happened to the Pelicans yeah. the last five years. Yeah. Honestly. And uh, below average, the San Antonio Spurs. That's, that's okay. That's wow. okay. Yeah, that's, that's our teams fine. are in the gutter right now. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. It's yeah, whatever. Minnesota, yo, yeah. I don't. I, is there like a tier below? That? Yeah, and then yeah, Sacramento, OKC, Houston. Yeah, yeah. So there we so, go. That's a conference rundown right there. Yeah. I mentioned that with a couple teams we could talk about more in detail. There, I just wanted to ask optimistic, pe- pessimistic about their offseason, about their team. We could start with the Celtics because we kind of touched on them quickly. Yeah. Obviously, new coach. Didn't really do much in the offseason. I think they got Josh Richardson. They lost Kemba. Lost Fournier. Lost Fournier. That's kind of big, but he's only there half the season. Yeah. He, optimistic, pessimistic. I think you sort of hinted at it, both of you, but give the full. Yeah, I'm pretty pessimistic. I mean, I think we saw what they kind of, where they're going to be. And I think they have done, not, they really haven't done anything to, to improve where they're at. So, I mean, fringe playoff team, I don't see anything beyond that. I love Tatum and Brown. I've yeah. said that multiple times on the podcast. I think they're phenomenal, but I don't think they can carry a team like that. I think they're a fringe team. Like Owen said, they haven't really added anything. Smart trade talks have been going on for the last four years, yeah. and it just doesn't seem like it's going to get done. They replaced Walker with 
with Richardson, I'm I'm a bigger Walker guy than I am Richardson for sure. I know Kemba wasn't doing that great on the Celtics, but I still think he's a valuable asset. And they've mm-hmm. literally done nothing besides add a different coach. And I, I like their coach Udoka, but uh, you know, we'll we'll have to wait and see what he brings too. Yeah, I think Tatum could take a jump, but it seems like their eggs are in the Bradley Beal basket next summer. It's, yeah, that looks like to be the case. Yeah. Seems like it's the plan. Tatum's on a mission over there in Tokyo, so. He really is. Yeah. He, he is dying to play with Bradley Beal. <laughs> yeah. If I was Jalen Brown, I'd be a little offended, man. I, I, yeah. Uh, it's like, I'm not good enough for you. Like, yeah. I've uh, I've actually heard that Jalen Brown's like the most likely player to just hang it up one day. Like I want to go like work for NASA. That's another genius. He's like an yeah. IQ like off the charts. Like yeah. it's unreal. Just had to toss that in oh, there. I thought I it was interesting. That. Oh yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jalen Brown. Good yeah. basketball player too. He gets he gets bonus points in my book. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dallas Mavericks, because I thought their off season was kind of a disaster. They mm-hmm. didn't really change anything. I Go thought. Right well, I mean, we'll see. Uh, it looks like they're probably going to get Dragic off the reroute from Toronto. Yep. That would be big because I think they did need some some handling to take the the pressure, pressure. off of Luca, but they added Reggie Bullock, who I actually like. I think he's pretty good, and that's a guy who could play next to Luca. Like he defends and shoots threes and mm-hmm. doesn't do anything else. But I still think they're like that Dragic doesn't change what I think of the team in totality, to be honest. It's like they need another big piece to put next to Luca as another threat, what they thought KP was going to be. So as long as they have Luca, they're going to be right there, but I still think they need that. Well, well, literally what you said, any addition, like none of the additions that they're going to make, put them up above a tier, like a move them up a tier. So mm-hmm. I think they had to look to make an addition that would launch them up into a higher tier, but they didn't do that. Dragic is fine. Like the Slovenian boys, like I'm sure they're buddies and stuff. That's great. But um, given like Luca's contract talks and all that stuff, and um, I, I definitely feel like they should have should have traded for someone bigger. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think they kind of were pretty stagnant. They had a shot at a few guys. I mean, Simmons, I guess, is still on the table, but I don't think that'll happen. So, um, yeah, I think they just kind of missed the boat a little bit. Yeah, I never heard that one before, but I kind of like that. Simmons, Simmons on the Mavericks. Yeah, I like Simmons. I like Simmons in like going back to LSU. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good. One. Never come Dude, back finishing his uh, oceanology yeah. degree. Yeah. yeah, yeah, learning how to play basketball again. Yeah, well, yeah. not again. Just yeah. Just send him back to Montverde, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. started from the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Put him back just in Australia, restart. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot and beat a text back, man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Wow, I would text back and beat. Come on, dude. Yeah. Uh, the Pelicans. I touched on it. This is a. This is the catastrophe. This is literally probably the worst off season. Yeah. Uh, Sixers are up there, but yeah. Oh, but, well. We could talk about the Sixers too. There's so much to talk about. I'm yeah, like I'm, I'm swimming in topics <laughs> yeah. right now. But the the Pelicans, I, I I hate the Devonta Graham signing with a passion. I think it's yeah, just it's a horrendous decision. I would rather just bring back the guards you had at that point. Mm-hmm. Then they had to trade a first round pick to do it. But Devonta Graham doesn't shoot well from inside the arc at all. Mm-hmm. He's in like the bottom percentile of guys inside the arc. He's a streaky three point shooter. He got hot two years ago and has been. I, I if I'm Zion, I I'm not staying there a minute longer than I have to at this rate. Yeah. And and Ingram's just collateral, unfortunately, because he's a good basketball player too. But they're not a good pair, and uh, mm-hmm. it's ugly. Yeah, I don't, I don't I just don't. It baffles me why they didn't sign Lonzo, re-sign Lonzo Ball. That's makes no sense to me. <sighs> I mean, he was. I don't I don't think you could can almost concoct in a lab a better pairing than him and Zion. Yeah, I think it's hard. It it really is, especially because you saw we saw we've we've been seeing, in my opinion, pretty consistent development from Lonzo. Like he's he's oh, gotten yeah. better year year over year consistently. So I I don't understand it. I just don't. 
and he, he was close to 40% from three last year. Yeah, he's yeah, he's and good. he throws lobs to your best player all yeah. the time. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. I'd be pretty pissed if I was a Pelicans fan. I'd want my GM to be a little bit more aggressive. Mm-hmm. I don't like wasting Zion's years, um, and, and they definitely should have made some moves. I thought from the beginning the Lowry stuff was kind of weird. I didn't think it'd ever get to that, but um, it kind of seems like they put all their eggs in the Lowry basket, and then that didn't work out, and then they were scrambling, and then they just overpaid Devontae Graham. You know, so. but none of us ever thought that was going to happen, like no. Lowry going to the Pelicans. No. So the leaks are clearly coming from them that they wanted to get him and they had interest in him. At that point, why are you even leaking that? Like, you could talk to him and, like, be have interest, but I wouldn't even tell anybody that I was doing that. And then you get all that hype and, the like, your fan base gets excited and then you're like, oh, Devonta Graham. Here, here. Yeah, and even, even if the Heat... Uh, sign and trade with Lowry didn't work out. He was going to Dallas, so yeah, I, I agree to your point. I don't know what the hell they were doing. Yeah, man, he got a bag too, hey? Yeah. He got quite oh a my bit. god, Ugh. a good chunk of change. Times are tough for the Pelicans. They really are. For sorry, Zion. sorry, Pelicans. Sorry, Zion. I, I Pelicans just, can sorry, go Zion, suck it. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I Pelicans just, go suck it, man. Yeah, I just want to see Zion win. Yeah. That's it. I he's love. Got, Zion. He's got Valanciunas though. Brown new toy. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah, true. true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, I guess I changed my mind. can throw him lobs. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And two threes, dude. He could. He yeah. could do it all. Yeah. JV Jonas Cray superstar. Run him at the point. Yeah, I guess we could talk about our two favorite teams. I'll, I'll, we'll save the Raptors till the end because I'm sure Alex has a bigger take than me. I'm a Spurs fan, if you didn't know, if you're one of the new listeners. And I'm actually pretty content for what happened. They lost one of my favorite players of all time. We'll get to that later. They lost DeMar DeRozan. I, thought, I think Rudy Gay still has a lot left, I'm not going to lie. And in spurts, he's super effective. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough to watch them, I think, for the first part. But there's a huge responsibility on the young players who've been had time with the veterans now to learn from them and you know adapt on how to be a pro but now i mean it's in their hands and i kind of i like the zach on signing i think it's pretty low risk i like doug mcdermott i like a lot of what they did and you know what i know a lot of spurs fans have been begging the last couple of years like pick a direction you either got to go now or just build for the future and they made their decision they, i mean there wasn't really a decision to make it was pretty night and day about the choice but build around the young guys it's the young guys turn i'm pretty excited to watch them this year because i think it's gonna be a fun team to watch they play hard and they were gonna play with heart and they got a great coach so i'm pretty happy yeah it reminds me kind of uh of what the thunder kind of did where they just cleared out all their vets and uh and let the young guys just kind of take over and just play the only difference is they're making San Antonio's making picks while yeah. Oklahoma's just just collecting the future him, picks. collecting so, him like they're my stabs. god yeah like Pokemon cards yeah, like Pokemon. yeah they're Definitely. just building up the stash yeah I like the uh, McDermott signing a lot me too uh, yeah. he was unreal in that uh what was it was it when they played the Hornets in the playing game or was it he was really good last I year. I don't remember. It was he's one game. Good. He went off. He he had he hit like six straight threes, and and I think he's a really good uh, player, and I think he could fit in Pop's system nice. Yeah, that's a guy they sorely missed last year. Somebody who just spaces the floor, and he was good defensively last year too for Indiana. Yeah, so yeah. I you was, know what you're getting with him at this point. He's old. He's four year senior, I think, in college. Yeah. Like he's mm-hmm. been, he's a pretty vet, proven yeah. commodity at yeah. this point. Yeah, another guy getting better every year. So yeah. I, I was all for that one. You've been waiting for it. The Toronto Raptors have had one of the most tumultuous off seasons. A lot of turnover, a lot of tough Raptor takes out there, a lot of sad fans. I've seen a lot of content on my timeline about the Raptors <laughs> the last couple of days. I don't know a bigger Raptor fan in the world than the guy to my right right now, so you go ahead, man. Just tell us how you feel right now. Yeah, so uh, free agency started on su- no Monday. Yeah, this Monday, 
And uh, yeah, Lowry, Lowry went to Miami. Um, it was tough. There were a lot of those uh, compilation videos yeah. of Lowry, which were sad as heck. Um, from the beginning when we traded for him to the end, um, just brought back a lot of memories, a lot of him and DeRozan memories too, which which were, which were, I mean, great to look back on. And uh, and I was texting Phil, it kind of hit me later, and you know, you just can't take anything for granted, honestly. Like even those days when we were when we didn't have Kawhi and and we were still making the playoffs with Lowry and DeRozan, you look back, those were still some great moments. Um, and making the playoffs was, was was a really fun time still, no matter what the end result was. But focusing on the on the off season, we did sign with Jerry today, so that turned the off season from bad to decent because that's a huge W. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, the guys we signed, Sam Decker. What the hell are we doing? We signed another guy from like the Turkish league today, so I don't know. I guess they'll love the European guys. Just an, just another thing on the uh, Lowry trade. In um before before the trade deadline, they were offering us Duncan Robinson, Precious Achua, and Rogic. Yeah. And we said no. Because we were making a calculated risk that everyone would be lining up for Lowry and then we could make a trade then. Now we're only, looks like, getting Achua and Drogic. So, I mean, it is what it is, but it would have been nice, honestly, to get Duncan Robinson too. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Oh. 100%. Yeah, I agree. I there's uh i think it's pretty uh, if i would have graded i'd maybe give it like a c just for basically the same reasons as you i mean they didn't really make any moves besides any moves of note in my opinion that are actually going to significantly impact the team other yeah. than lowry and they didn't get a whole lot back i think uh they're likely going to move Dragic, so i guess yeah ultimately we'll see how that kind of plays out and we'll see what we can get back but uh but yeah, it was a little bit underwhelming the haul for him, I guess. I yeah, mean, yeah. I feel like there was a, there should have been a stronger market for him. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of teams that could have used him, and we don't. I guess we don't really know what the trade the talks were like, but that's just kind of the sense I I got. But well, uh, Dallas and, and New Orleans, I guess to some extent, kind of messed up the whole market because they cleared so much cap that they were like, we're just gonna sign him out, right? Yeah. So, but at the end right. of the day, he's a UFA, right? So it's not. The Raptors don't have any team control, right? He picks mm-hmm. his team, and then right. it's up to the other team to mm-hmm. give them compensation in the sign and trade. So exactly. It, exactly. It, I I think it was a they should have taken the trade at the deadline. I but agree. Uh-huh. I I think they were asking for a lot from a lot of teams at the deadline. So yeah, I I I think the Robinson Achua and salary filler would have been a perfect trade for Lowry. Um, but I guess they thought you know they'd they'd get a lot more. But um, we signed Ken Birch today too. So that's big. Uh, he, he's 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 kind of nice. Montreal guy, so he's pretty good. Yeah. And then the Siakam trade talks are going nonstop, so I don't know what to think. Um, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a couple of days to monitor here with the Raptors. I think they're not uh, totally done making moves, but yep. we'll see. I want to hand out some awards before we wrap up the basketball talk. So I got 10 categories, and I'm going to pitch them to you, and I got the I got the candidates for the trophy too, so it's, wow. it's a whole thing. This was the fire segment you were talking about. Oh, oh I'm I was excited. hyping this up before the show because yeah. – it's going to be great. So <laughs> dial in, get your snacks, and, and you're going to love this at home. Best title contending veteran signing, okay? I got four options. Mm-hmm. You tell me uh-huh. which was the best one. Otto Porter, Warriors on the minimum. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got Bobby Portis, two years, $9 million in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I got JaVale, okay. one year, five in Phoenix. And I got Patty Mills, two years, 12 with Brooklyn. So are we are we saying which signing was the best or which one is gonna has the highest chance of winning a chip? You pick your favorite one. Oh, my favorite, Patty. 
I'm going with Patty too. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, he is too. so good. Yeah, he's he's like the guy on Australia right now. Yeah. Oh. He's so underrated. Yeah. And that's a thing. I don't know why the Spurs players are so underrated. I guess it's just the Spurs culture and the way they carry their organization. But Mills is so underrated, and I yeah, think it was such a great signing. He's filthy. Yeah. A good Kyrie insurance, too. Yeah, that's, absolutely. Because who knows what's going on with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was the best signing this summer in my mind. I got more for, I got for, more for Patty Mills later. Just put it on the back burner grossest overpay this one was there was options yeah. i'm not gonna lie yeah we got evan fournier making four years 78 million on the knicks <laughs> that was uh that was an unbelievable i'd like refresh my screen to be like uh-huh. fake woge what, yeah. what is this this is unbelievable i got the jimmy butler extension which if you're at home it came in at four years 184 million that was uh they'll be paying him when he's uh 36 yeah that's a nice one we got chris paul Making four years, one hundred twenty from Phoenix. That's thirty million when he's forty. Mm-hmm. If you're at home again, I got Steph Curry. This was a tough one to put in there, but he's making fifty million a year now. Yeah, four yeah. years, two fifteen. Yep. And then last one. This was a sneaky one. I it was. It's almost an honorable mention. But Derrick Rose making three years, forty three was out of this world. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I would have to go with one of the Knicks. Maybe maybe Fournier. <laughs> You but right. Derrick Rose was up there too, dude. That was uh, I don't understand. They like it seemed like they cleared all this cap to like do something, and they ended up just like overpaying for the same guys they were gonna get. You know what I mean? Overpaying for their forty and thirty six team. Yeah. yeah. I I think I'm going for Fournier. I'm, I was very confused when I saw the money because yeah. I don't know. I guess I missed something because I I thought he was gonna get like like thirty forty mil total total yeah. yeah but uh he's almost making that a year now bro yeah. like holy crap yeah he got paid so much i don't know <laughs> what the heck the knicks are doing yeah, who are they bidding against Jeez, i question. mean they've been talking about cap space ever since i've been born and this is what they do yeah like what his the agent hell? is like a just a master he uh, is he, he yeah. manipulated the market man i've missed the uh knicks fans evan fournier jersey photoshops i missed those oh yeah they those. must have just i must just not cross my timeline mm. weirdest signing you can take this whichever way you want it. Even if you have one in your own, I'll throw it. You yep. can take it. But Andre Drummond going to Philadelphia mm-hmm. on the minimum is obviously candidate number one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Robin Lopez going to the Magic for one year, $5 million. Mm-hmm. That seemed a little strange. Yep. Sam Decker just coming back to the NBA. Yeah. yeah. That has to be mentioned. And Kelly Olenek making almost $40 million a on lot the of money. Yeah. A lot of money. I'm going to go with Sam Decker. I woke up in the morning. And it's and I went on Twitter and Woj was like the Ro- Toronto Raptors have signed um, Sam Decker, Sam yeah, Decker. Yep. Give me a break. This guy sucks. So that was the worst one. I didn't. I thought he like retired and just had like a, you know when guys retire they have like their own charity foundation. I thought that's like what he did. He's got a sick Twitter account played. if yeah. you want to follow. Him. Where was he? Was he in China or Europe? Yeah, they said he was really good over there. He must have been. Yeah, I hope for the. Did you see Jimmer Fredette got a summer league deal? I did. That could have been at like thirty four. And Michael Beasley did too. (laughs) Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, Yeah. shout out, shout out, super cool bees. Yeah, animal cruelty. That's my guy. (laughs) Uh, Best player who makes eighteen million, because there's a couple candidates in this category. Duncan Robinson makes eighteen million. Norman Powell makes eighteen million. Gary Trent makes eighteen million. That's Alex's boy. That's my guy. And Tim Hardaway makes eighteen million. Ooh, (sighs) two of my guys are in here. Trent and Powell, but I'm going to go with Powell because his grind was unreal. Second round pick, um, didn't get too much playing time, but kind of yeah. definitely his stock went up there the last couple of years and he got the bag, so I'm happy for my guy. Yeah, we want to talk about grind. I mean, 
and come up. There's nobody, <laughs> there's nobody better than Duncan Robinson. Um, I mean, this guy was undrafted. I think he signed the biggest contract that an undrafted Frazier has ever signed. Um, and I mean, arguably the best shooter in the NBA. So that's your boy. You can't get better, dude. That's my boy. That yeah. intro was out of this world. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going in the first one. Yeah, in the I second got me, one. Me no, too. I was like, I was like, oh, he got me. Damn. Yeah. I th- I low-key think Tim Hardaway's the best one. I thought, uh, dude, I was gonna. That was on the tip of my tongue. I Tim, couldn't go. Couldn't Tim go Hardaway's really good, yeah. but all four of those guys are pretty decent. I mean, yeah, we got to see more from Gary Trent. I think. Yeah, a little more. Yeah, he's only twenty-two, so yeah, kind of weird that he's a year older than me. That's yeah, damn. he's got room to grow. Damn, I didn't know he was that Jeez. young. But you know, would you rather have all four of those than Evan Fournier, who makes more than all four of those? Oh Fournier. yeah, what the hell? Why didn't anyone just go after like those guys? I don't know. Damn. Yeah, that that's the question I'm asking. I mean, I guess they all re-signed with their teams, but still. Yeah, like, just why didn't they? I, I would have like it would have been justifiable to give any one of those guys like over a hundred mil. I would have been like, okay, better than giving Fournier yeah that much money. No, honestly, they should do like a hard knocks, like where they like actually like listen into these free agent talks, like something like that. Yeah. So because I want to hear the con- I want to be in Oil the room change. and hear the conversation where they're like, yeah, lock it in, dude. Seventy five million for four years with Evan Fournier. They they lock did an in. Oilers version of this uh-huh. in like 2010 to 2013 called oil change it was on tsn <laughs> i think i remember oh, seeing you, that on- if you at home haven't seen this in any way in this room hasn't seen this go on tsn and watch it's so embarrassing to watch <laughs> it is it is absolutely one of the worst things i've ever seen they're like going around a room high-fiving each other because they signed darcy hortichuk it's it is unbelievable television but it's just depressing so. i was i was gonna say the same thing uh, to owen's point that they just go around and they start high-fiving each other yeah. yeah or is it a situation with the like philadelphia eagles where they're high-fiving and then the other guy like just doesn't want to give the high five back do you guys remember that on draft yeah, night yeah. that was so funny yeah, yeah. Just, he's not a fan of this no, no he's out the room unhappiest player award this mm-hmm. is in the entirety of the nba so we got some good candidates for this we got we're down to three, actually, because uh-huh. one of these guys just signed. I had him on originally, and oh, no way. he just signed. Yeah, Ben Simmons. Yeah, he's definitely got to be. I'd say he's the favorite right uh-huh. now. There's a second favorite. There's a second horse in the race. He's right. It's gonna be a photo finish. Dennis Schroeder. Yep. Yep. And Damian Lillard can be at the back end. Whose team's offseason signings were Cody Zeller, Tony Snell, and Ben McLemore. Oof. Dude, I'm, I'm, I, before you even like mentioned any of the names, my first thought was, uh, was, uh, Schroeder just because, just because of the whole character arc there where he was like really sought after and he had this bad season with LA and then all he's all of a sudden he's demanding, like cr- he's like holding these teams one twenty like crazy numbers. Yeah. And now he's like, nobody wants them. It's gotta be tough like, to be Dennis. It's yeah, dude. If I'm Dennis, like I'm firing my agent, dude. That's I'm like step one. Yeah. It's brutal. Like he's gonna. He, the funniest would be if he signs for less than Fournier. Fournier is like I feel like now it's like the standard. Oh, yeah. nobody has money anymore. He yeah. can't sign for more. He's yeah. gonna have to take like a minimum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's. So I'm. I'm. Yeah. Dennis Schroeder. He went from one twenty, one hundred twenty million to yeah. He's probably gonna get the vet minimum. So he might have to chill out on the hair dye. He might not be able to afford it anymore. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> the Lakers just pick him up and just put him on back on their bench? I think oh, they the might do that. That's to be honest, so funny. I don't think it's out of the question. He's going to go back on his hands and knees to the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, so say, sorry guys. Geez. And they were offering him somewhere from eighty to hundred mil. I yeah. remember they and he declined. Dude, yeah. maybe LeBron's My just playing. God. He's just like playing three D chess here. Maybe he knew it. I don't think it's a maybe. Go <laughs> <I> do <laughs> <Ghost laughs> Space Jam. Uh, <laughs> Happiest player in the league. There's four candidates for this one. Owen's boy, Duncan Robinson. Yep, he's, he's super happy. He's got to be delighted yeah. right now. Alex Caruso. Yeah. 
he got a payday. Yeah. He's going to be feeling himself. Carmelo Anthony finally gets to play with his peers, <laughs> yeah. you know, along with the fellow best players in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He deserves it. And Russell Westbrook, who gets to live in Los Angeles now. It's got to be Russell Westbrook. Uh, I feel like for some, I just, because he's going over there and it's his team. It's his team. <laughs> he's from LA, spent forever in Oklahoma, which was like a nothing. Went to Washington. Oh, Washington's whatever. Houston, all whatever. Yeah. They don't really mean anything to him. Now he gets to go to LA. So yeah. he loves to rep LA. Yeah, yeah he does. You yeah. see his Instagram story today? He was just rapping along to a random song. From Did like, I follow him? But his, his story is like way like Yeah. It's, it's, you'll, it's you'll the, have to go through all. It's like the last one. Yeah. It's yeah. like little little pieces, grains of rice on the top <laughs> yeah. of your screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good one, dude. The hometown kid coming to like take the reins of the team and just yeah. guide them home. Take the throne. Yeah, yeah. be the undisputed <laughs> star. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, I would say uh, I feel like Caruso is pretty happy. Yeah. That's another nice little story there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, just going big city to big city. Yeah, big city to big city. Making money. And yeah. marijuana is legal in Illinois. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Huge pickup for Caruso. Yeah. yeah. Team you forgot existed this week. <laughs> yep. Here are your candidates. Minnesota Timberwolves, <laughs> Sacramento yep. Kings, Oklahoma City Thunder, Charlotte Hornets. For me, it, uh, Timberwolves, without yeah. a doubt, Timberwolves. I'm going with Timberwolves too. Yeah. That was an easy. Oh, I'm yeah. going with the Kings. The, oh, the Kings, really? Kings decision making of we were under 500 last year again, again. <laughs> Let's run it back. Yeah. That was <laughs> that was fascinating. <laughs> the only reason I'm give I'll give it to the Kings is because uh, they've at least been involved in trade talks. Like I've just seen their name, you know, oh like Bagley, Fox, you know this that, but. I don't know. The Timberwolves haven't been anywhere. Yeah. The Timberwolves actually disappeared into like the <laughs> core of the earth this Literally. week. I, I hate yeah. the Timberwolves. I know you do. They, they have a. They had a. I saw a picture actually going around of their GM on the phone, and wow, Timberwolves fans are roasting. Who's shit. calling his mom? Like, who the fuck are you calling, dude? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. God, you're not calling anybody else. Yeah, wishing his kids good night. Team yeah. you'd pick to win the championship. I got the Lakers. I got the Nets. I got the Bucks. And sneaky shout out to the Warriors. I know you're lurking back there. Yeah. Nets for sure. Nets. Nets. Yeah. I don't think that one's hard. Yeah, no. That That's the undisputed. Patty favorite. Mills signing puts them over. Great uh, draft. So, great yeah. signings. They got James Johnson, who will maul your family if yeah. you yep. asked. So, yeah. I thought that was a great pick. They drafted that Cam Thomas guy, I think. And yep. everyone's high on From him. From LSU? Yeah. Yeah. So, I haven't actually watched a lot of him, but yeah, everyone's pretty high on him. He's good. Him. Yeah. They were the winners of the draft, everybody said. So. Yeah. And they got Javon Carter, Owen's boy. Javon Carter, man. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a big pickup. Mountaineers. Most down bad fan base. This is our second last category. Okay. There's a lot of good candidates yeah. for this. Oh, Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. Okay. New Orleans Pelicans. Portland Trailblazers. Do they have a fan base? Yeah, that was what I was going <laughs> to say. Yeah. Toronto Raptors. Because I, I, I honestly think it's probably... I don't know. They're all really down bad. <laughs> I can't. I can't put Toronto just because we signed. We sign. And we won a chip two years. Two ago. years ago. Okay. Yeah. All right. So process. It's got to be process of elimination. No process of elimination. They're out. Okay. Yeah. Pelicans. Things are pretty bad. <laughs> but you. <laughs> Who are their fans? Like, dude. Pelicans Twitter. Like, I've never seen it. I've never seen one in the wild. No. So. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen a Pelicans fan like saying like. Like what that Philly guy was saying. Yeah. 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 They don't have that kind of passion. So Pelicans back burner. Like let's, let's, let's throw them on the back because we don't know if there's fans. Yeah. Blazers. 
I think we have to rule them out just because they still have him on the team. Yeah. So and he's and he hasn't like, actually officially requested a trade. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's gonna be lots of fans that are celebrating. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. So it's down to the Pelicans and the Sixers. And the Sixers, I mean, you still have Embiid, like uh, Tobias Harris. Still have, like you still have Simmons. Doc Rivers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They you resigned Danny Green. Yeah, exactly. You're taking the words out of my mouth. Yeah. Got back Corkmaz. Let's go. Drummond. Yeah, it's the Sixers. What am I talking about? <laughs> the Pelicans get ruled out only because they don't have fans. If they've swapped the rosters, they would be. Yeah, the, true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I agree. Because uh-huh. we're talking about fans. Yeah. Yeah. And then last category, team you'll watch the least of in 2022. <laughs> We've. <laughs> oh, they actually weren't on the list. Okay. <laughs> right in. Because they have Anthony Edwards. I actually yeah. kind of like watching them sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You can. You, okay. Owen's writing in the Timberwolves Let's before go. he hears the candidates. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got the Rockets. Wow, it's a good I, option. I, I'm kind of fired. Uh, any of the high draft picks I want to see. Okay, the Magic. Oof, it's a fun team. The Pistons. Oh, I man. like the Pistons. Yeah, same. And and the Cavaliers. Those are the uh, four. Cavs. Oh, it's the Cavs. It might be up there. Ca- I would go. Dude, I would stick with Wolves, but if not, I would go Cavs. I'm going Cavs. Yeah. I love Mobley, but they're just such a weird team, and I can't watch Larry Nance play. Just I can't. <laughs> just incapable. The game, whenever I see him play, it's just an, like a not important game. So I just turn it off. <laughs> so. I always just think about the Patrick Starr meme. You ever seen that? Oh, yeah. Larry Nance. <laughs> yeah. That's a classic video. Congratulations to the winners of the uh, off-season awards there. That's, uh, and that'll put a bow on it. The NBA, dude. Ooh. What a summer. I'm sure we'll come up in conversation at least over the next couple episodes if there's little signings trickling in. I saw a signing trickle in before we started recording. Kelly Oubre looks like he's headed to the Hornets. That was your guy. You were all, your your guy. basically yeah. had the jersey ordered. I, it's okay. I he's got Zach Collins now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we, we just we kind of have similar hair, you know, a little bit. Yeah, basically exactly. the same guy. Basically the same yeah. guy. They're White guys are friends. back, by the way. Oh, Shout yeah. out uh, Bill Simmons. He was saying that. <laughs> Duncan Robinson signed yep. for a ton Caruse. of Caruse. Uh, Zach Collins. Caruse. <laughs> um, so... Fournier. Is Fournier white? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. We'll throw him in there. Shout yeah. out to the white guys out there. Winning. <laughs> NFL football is back. Let's go. Tonight, there was a preseason game. If you were at home and you have forgotten or you didn't have the TV on tonight, it was the Steelers and the Cowboys. Like a classic matchup. The uniforms. Yeah. Here's the thing. Classic uniforms. NFL football. The colors of the grass. You think it's back. It's not. Mm-hmm. But... I actually, I, I had it on for all four quarters and I was monitoring what was happening in the game and these these fellows with me did not see any of the game. Do I have that right? None. All right. None. So, none of the game. In the third quarter, this was the highlight of the game. There was a moment in time when the quarterbacks on each side were Dwayne Haskins against Ben DiNucci. Wow. <laughs> it was out of this world. <laughs> ben DiNucci was throwing sidearms every time. It was spectacular television. 16-3 to was the final. The other highlights of the game were the Steelers kicker missed his first three attempts on PATs and field goals combined, and then he banged in the fourth one. Nice. I thought there was no way he was missing it, or no way he was making it. Chase Claypool got hurt because he dove for a pass. Idiot. Yeah. What he, like, you? laughed it off, but you can see. Like, did you see his post in TikToks before the game? Like, oh, my God. Oh my, what did we learn? What did we learn? And uh, the other highlight was Big Ben Roethlisberger did not play, but he was in a shirt, and he had the headset on. The How is he looking? That's huge. What's the Weight, what's the weight Watchers looking, looking like? Looking thin. Looking thin. Okay. Like we said, Diet Ben. I didn't mean to call him Big Ben. I'm sorry. Not to tease your brain too much, but there's actually no preseason this weekend. There's none of it. 
That's it's, okay because we got the appetizer. Yeah, it yeah. starts next week. So yeah. just if you're at home looking for preseason this weekend, which I hope you aren't, but if you are, just there's yeah. your heads up right now. There's also CFL tonight, which uh, if you're in America, that's Canadian Football League. I caught none of the game, <laughs> and I uh, probably won't catch any of the other ones this yeah. weekend. So, But it's on. It's probably on like ESPN 4 or something. So just, if, yeah. again, if you're really hungry for football, Fire it up. Yeah, it's, it's better like than nothing. Guys that haven't played in two years, so yeah, they're a little yeah. rusty. Yeah. But you know, maybe come bit. back in week four, yeah. or something when you know when the games are really getting cooking. Yeah, when the twenty nine to twenty three finals are. Yeah, when yeah. they start signing guys like Johnny Menzel to yeah. come in mid season. That's yeah. when it gets fire. That's yeah. when Dwayne Haskins makes his way to the <laughs> CFL. You know, it's real. Whoa, yeah. That's future franchise quarterback <laughs> Dwayne Haskins. You're talking about. Since we last spoke, we actually talked about the Colts on the episode. We doomed them. I think it was actually me because I had said that Carson Wentz is never on the field. And what do you know? The next day, Carson Wentz, he's got some big foot injury. They're being very vague about what's going on. It's a five to 12 week recovery timetable. Love it. When was the last time you saw one of those? Because it was the first time I've seen one of those for me. Five to 12 week. I Uh, love like if you're a fan, you must be pulling your hair out because what the hell does five to 12 weeks mean? Yeah. Week one or week nine. Mm -hmm. Yep. Why that, That was brutal math way to go minus one that was tough but uh the colts as we talked about on that episode they have the toughest schedule in football for the first six games of the season and now they're going to go through that with their quarterback options are jacob eason sam ellinger and brett hunley oh brett hunley i know that one yeah Yeah. (laughs) one for three called quarterback legends yeah Yeah, they were all very good very good so that's uh an interesting an interesting little tidbit there. It's going to be fun to watch on Red Zone there for the first couple of weeks. But on that show, we said the Colts, I think I was the only one to have the under. Both of you took the over on 10 mm-hmm. was the final. If there, the, I checked for lines that were updated, but nobody's posting a line because the injury timetable is too vague. Did but, you mention Nelson as well? Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Explain. I, I mean, I don't know the extent of his injury, but I think he's... Uh, Hurt somehow. Quentin Nelson? Yeah. Well, really? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I think oh, he, my God. Okay, I'm taking the under easy. Yeah, yeah, I think he hurt his foot. I think Damn. that's right. So I don't know the timetable. Defeat in Indianapolis are really going wow. through it. It's yeah. it's tough. So, I, I mean, I, again, I couldn't find a line, but I'll just assume it's at eight and a half or eight. Would you put over or under on that now? I'm going under now. If, if Depending on the Nelson injury, which sounds like it might be a little longer. No, no, no. It says he's getting surgery on his injured foot but he's aiming to be he's aiming to be ready to go in week one so he'll be back yeah, he he's quentin nelson he's not missing a football yeah it's yeah. true uh i don't know i've heard that they might actually trade though for a qb2 i thought maybe marcus Mariota is an option or something but mm-hmm. uh you know what i think i might take the under though now yeah i've heard uh jimmy g his name thrown around jimmy gq there's yeah. a couple other options they have actually i'm glad you mentioned that in his little media press conference that all third-string quarterbacks get, Nick Foles actually said, I'm better than I was in the Super Bowl right now. <laughs> gap. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. a uh, big gap. The guy who couldn't beat Mitch Trubisky. I say this, and this is really saying something because I, w- I watched a lot of football last year. He might have been the worst quarterback I've seen play more than two yeah. games last year. He was atrocious. Was... And I watched Dwayne Haskins play more than two games last year. That's... I've... I forgot, sorry, Phil, which no, game ahead. it was, but he got smoked so hard. I think it was a primetime game. Uh, I don't remember what team they were playing. He got hit so hard, I thought he died. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally. But the fact that he's saying he's better now than he was in the Super Bowl, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I, <laughs> I really doubt it. 
but unless you're taking Gatorade chews, dude, like I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe yeah. you. Gatorade dude, I love just seeing Darnell Mooney just run 50 yards downfield every play, just dogging it. And then the ball would just sail right over his head <laughs> and land on like in the end zone. Darnell Mooney actually might be good. He's, he's good, dude, but we haven't seen it because yeah. then he would always run back <laughs> and then just run again. He's like a rainbow. Roadrunner stamina. Yeah. The other one that was an option was Philip Rivers. He obviously played for oh. them last year, but he was teasing. He was saying, I'm not totally sure that I'm retired. I could come out of retirement. You know, as Steve Harvey said, he's not going to stay retired because he has 10 children and he's not going to want to be at home. Yeah. But he also said that he's content coaching high school football for now. Mm. I, I'm calling cap on that. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't be talking about this. <laughs> but. Would you rather what? Which one or, would you rather have? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What if? Here's something crazy. Yeah. What if? Think about how storybook would be if Andrew Luck came out of retirement and it was wow. like, I, you guys are down. You got the line though this time. You know your offensive line's nice now. Comes in, carries him to the playoffs to enter the Super Bowl. I actually miss Andrew Luck. Me now. too. I really do. I've been missing him. He's he was so good. He yeah. was unreal. He actually got screwed because they never gave him anything around him. My yeah. God. And remember they, him on the flip phone? Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't even get the joke either. People would be like, ah, flip phone. He'd be like, what do you mean? Like, This is a phone. This, this yeah. is my phone. Yeah. And then they boot him too. That was one of the most oh. disgraceful things I've ever seen in my life. That was very disheartening. Yeah. But in between the two, let's, okay, we'll cross off Andrew Luck because <laughs> okay. I, think, I think it's not going to yeah. happen. But between the two, would you rather have better than he was in the Super Bowl, Nick Foles, <laughs> or would you rather have high school football coach Philip Rivers? Which one would you prefer for your, if it was your team? Because I, I, this is a dueling <laughs> banjo situation. Horrible. Uh, Phil Brewer is so weird. I don't know. He just didn't seem like he had anything left in uh, yeah. Indy. I think so I'm just going to lean towards Nick Foles. I think I am too. Especially with that Super Bowl confidence. Yeah, that's right. Reunited I would maybe lean Frank towards Reed. Rivers. But that's just because I think Foles sucks. Yeah, that's fair. There we go. Terrible. What a segment. Let's go. <laughs> Captivated the hearts and minds. Uh now, we're in training camp season, as you know, at home. I'm sure you do. I've said at home a lot, but that's okay. That's fine. We're in training camp season, and there was a bit of a skirmish at Giants camp. Did you guys see this? I did not mm-hmm. catch this. No. Oh, wow. It was something else. So it was on Tuesday, and there was a big fight. There was a pile up on the field, and actually at the bottom of the pile was Daniel Jones. And wow. Joe Judge did not like that. So this is in succession. There was three different tweets about what happened at Giants practice. The first one, Joe Judge is absolutely livid. He's got all the players lined up to run on the goal line. (laughs) Joe Judge, this is the second one, sorry. Joe Judge has had his team run two minutes of sprints, then line up to do push-ups in unison on the whistle, then more sprints, then more push-ups at the goal line. There's dead silence except for his whistle and expletives. The third tweet, Joe Judge has sent the coaches off the field and has gathered the players to rip into them. That's unbelievable unbelievable joe judge i mean what a coach yeah he's getting his boys in order they can come in overweight like kelvin benjamin and yeah steal food yeah (laughs) oh he probably ripped him ripped him for that too been a big year for joe judge ripping into people and it will continue it's got like twinkies in there yeah like a kid like a six-year-old kid how do you think daniel jones ended up on the bottom of that pile we are theorizing that he might have just there's some options here okay. one uh-huh. he just wandered into the pile yeah. he had his head down and he just walked into it uh-huh. which he's kind of got that clueless look on his face yeah it seems like it could work which yeah. by the way clueless looks on your face and being the giants quarterback seems a little synonymous yeah at yeah. This point. yeah 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 exactly second option was you pitched it reading the playbook 
just walking on the field and he just ends up in the middle of the pile or maybe a Nintendo switch too. Yeah. Just, he seems like a Nintendo switch guy. Yeah. Just could be walking and right under the pile. And then what was the third? He was just trying to break it up. Yeah. Guys, can you please break it up? Please. Seems like a break it up type of guy. Yeah. True. What if he just thought there there was like, there was a fumble, but he just like, Oh yeah. Confused. (laughs) It was just, (laughs) just dives onto the field. Yeah. And then the defense is like, what are you doing? And they just get on top too. Like, Oh, now's our time. Yeah, there's like no ball though. The yeah, ball's just, like out of the like Joe does his the ball. He's like, what, why am I? Why are these guys just fighting right now? The What's center's waiting to snap. Or yeah. remember when he ran and he fell down? <laughs> yeah, maybe that happened maybe again. That, but this yeah. time he fumbled, so they all just piled on him. Yeah, I think we cracked the case. It's yeah. one of the four for he, sure. He strikes me as a uh, I, I can't breathe, guys. I can't breathe. Like I literally can't breathe. Yeah. Like <laughs> that type yeah. of my guy. doctor said I can't do this. Yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah literally stop, guys. I know I have asthma. Yeah, get off. Yeah, get off now. Listen to coach. Yeah. Coach, get off, get off. <laughs> oh, wow, oh, oh, you're on my leg. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what the hell? I told you not to touch that. Oh, Daniel Jones. Good good year to be the Giants, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about the Giants in a couple. We finished the AFC South last episode in our rundown. We're on to the AFC West today. We're talking about Alex's favorite team today, the Las oh, Vegas yeah. Raiders. We're also talking about the LA Chargers. Next episode, we're going to talk about the other two teams in the NFC West. But what's nice is this is actually a interesting division with contenders and pretty good teams in it. I'd say mm-hmm. I like this division. I think we found a division we're all we're all a fan of. Am I, am I climbing up the wrong tree here? No, nope. you're very right. I think they're all uh, equal. But I'd say whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just fucking with you. Guys. Uh, you got Owen. You yeah. did. You got me, man. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. We'll start with the LA. Uh, sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders. It's Alex's football team, as I mentioned. He's yeah. a big fan. Yeah. And I, I'll keep it short because obviously Alex has more to say than I do. But Vegas is projecting them to be the worst team in this division. But even then, like we said, pretty good division. They're still expecting seven out of them. That's the number you can pick on. They also don't expect a playoff season, but they're like plus 250 to plus 300 to make the playoffs. So it's not terrible. It's not like it's a out of the realm of possibility. Summing up last year, started six and three. There was lots of hype. You were very hyped. I was I was very hyped because I also felt like we had an easy schedule and we won none of those games. Yes. There was a bit of a collapse at the end. But at the 6-3 and three start, you would beat the, the Saints, you beat the Chiefs, mm-hmm. you beat the Browns. The Chiefs win was basically like winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because I was like, it was the, like we're ready. Like they might have had a perfect season otherwise, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They tanked the last week of the season. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah they, otherwise, that was their only loss. And uh, they finished 8-8. Eight and eight, which they haven't. They've had one winning season since 2003. Jeez. I read that. They are bringing back pretty much everybody as far as the big heads of the snake go. That would be John Gruden as the coach is back again, the hundred million dollar man. Yeah, Derek Carr is back as quarterback, which in my estimation is not a bad decision. Yeah. I think Derek Carr is pretty decent. I think he's good. He's yeah. solid. Yeah, and uh, they have a new defensive coordinator this year. That would be the only big change, and it is a guy we're all familiar with. Shout out to Gus Bradley. Yeah, who yeah. was creator of the Legion of the Boom. Yeah, and yeah. he also coached the Jaguars, yeah. too. Yeah. We don't have to say what he coached them to because they're the Jaguars. <laughs> That's fine. We know how it ended up. The story of the offseason was the offensive line. They were top 10 rated as an offensive line last year as a unit, and they just decided, hey, let's trade two starters and one retired. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. that was an interesting strategy. Yeah. Just you know, Let's get younger. Yeah, let's get younger. They drafted the meme connoisseur to replace them. That's, That's Alex right. Alex Weatherwood. Yeah. We're yeah. huge Alex Weatherwood podcast, oh, if you yeah. don't know. 
they sorry they were the 29th rated defense last year and they added some guys to maybe shore that up they paid a lot of money for Yannick Ngakwe yeah who I mean we all know him because he has a great name but he was also on the Jaguars yeah and we jumped like one spot up in yeah the defensive yeah. rankings so the, by all means whatever it takes yeah Casey Hayward as well on yep. defense they got some playmakers John Brown Kenyon Drake those are very Raiders John Gruden Mike Mayock signings yeah speed and then they have one crippling ability that doesn't make them elite but yep, they should exactly. be they have playmaking high-end talent um they they did lose a lot of players across the whole field but they turned over everybody it's nothing really special or worth noting uh the big thing for them this year is probably the stadium was empty the entirety of last year so it's going to be nice to see the black hole transfer over to yeah. the, to Vegas. I think it's going to look unreal. Their Monday night football week one, so you're going to get a nice look at it right away. Any like, what do you guys think of the stadium from watching on TV? I think it's so good. I, I think it's yeah. like a top tier stadium. It looks unreal. The like yeah, all black great. exterior. Yeah, I mean they were playing on a baseball field before, so yeah. So yeah. really, anything was an upgrade, but. Yeah. I thought they'd be cheap again and go with something like not so great, but they really like yeah. that they torch killed it. in it the end zone. So nice, yeah, yeah. It'd be a sick place to watch a game, no doubt about it. They actually have one of the toughest schedules in the league. If you're wondering, it's like a top five. Jeez. If you go by opponent win totals from 2020, which you usually don't do because it's a bit of a fluky system, right? Like a team could be so yeah. much worse year to yeah. year. They actually have the worst one. Oh so God. it's it, it could get rough, but they play on Monday Night Football, like I said, week one. They've got two more primetime games, and they get the Saturday game the week before Christmas. You yes. Know when, you know when there's those Saturday games? They're yep. playing Cleveland right before Christmas. The, those are always the best. When NFL goes to Saturday, oh, oh yeah, double I, dip. I love that. Yep. Yep. As I said, one winning season since 2003. You can take the over, and they still might not have a winning season, but... Where do you boys shake down on this one? I think we're still gonna have uh, one winning season, one winning season since 2003. Um, I'm not happy with the Raiders. Uh, like you said, I could start on the defense. Hired Gus Bradley. Um, I mean, I don't know what to expect. He did. He was kind of the spearhead of the Legion of the Boom. He's definitely put his imprint on this defense. Something that's definitely not a great sign is that all our defensive first round picks that we've drafted in the last two years suck, or are on different teams, or are on different teams. I was actually here when we drafted Cleland Farrell at Phil's house, and I was pissed. I remember uh, that. We could have had maybe Devin White, but nah, it's all good. We'll go with Cleland Farrell. Cleland <laughs> Farrell. Uh, he was supposed to go way later. Uh, he's horrible. He has six and a half sacks in his first two seasons. Jeez. Wow. Not great. Sounds and like CFL. Sounds like CFL material, and Max Crosby has uh, 17 sacks over his past two seasons. He's so. actually pretty good. Max Crosby's really good, so he's one of the bright spots on the defense for sure. Next guy, Damon Arnett, sucks. His arms are way too short, and he can't play his own defense. <laughs> um, he had a horrible first year, couldn't get worse. And basically, Gus Bradley, I forgot what the measurements are, but you have to have a certain uh, wingspan for your arms. And if you don't have it, he just like he's like, you're not playing. So basically, Damon Arnett isn't even going to be a starter. He's practicing with the second team. So he sucks. And he was like from Ohio State. I think he was the 19th pick in the first round, Jeez. 2020. That is horrible horrible so i don't know if it's like may i'm guessing mayock's making these decisions but like they're horrible and um and they've already found a replacement for jonathan abram it's trevon morig um because i mean abram's abram's career is going to be like a season or two more because of how dangerously he plays the game and he also is one of the rare non-quarterbacks who plays with sleeves <laughs> yeah it actually looks like a joke but the only guys i'm looking forward to on defense are, are max crosby and Ngakwe. um so 
I mean, at, le- at least we signed him. So, and our defense is ranked number twenty-seven. So, I mean, we jumped up a couple spots, but nothing, nothing crazy. Um, on offense, like we said, I think Derek Carr is pretty good. I think he's above average. I think he's above average. I think it's almost like a Matthew Stafford situation where I don't know if he's ever had like the greatest supporting cast. Um, the offensive line has usually been good for him, but you know, from running backs to wide receivers, he did have Mari Cooper, but besides that, that was kind of it. Um, hopefully, um, uh, Ruggs has a, has a big year. Wouldn't count on that. Wouldn't count up. Well, 13 pounds though. He's 13 pounds up. So, so okay, okay. yeah. So it's, it's going to be good. And, uh, <laughs> Gruden, Gruden compared Brian Edwards, which was a second round pick from last year to Terrell Owens. <laughs> oh, geez. oh my so, goodness. He basically jinxed this kid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kid, I dude. really hope Brian Edwards does well. He wasn't that great last year, but, uh, at least we have Darren Waller. That's yeah. really what we hang our hat on. He's a bright spot. Josh Jacobs. He's another Josh Jacobs spot. and Kenyon Kenny Drake. Drake. So fantasy football gold mine from maybe 2020, 2019. Yeah. We'll yeah. say. Yeah. Right from 2019. Yeah. Maybe the best quarterback room in the league too. They got Carr, Mariota, and then Peterman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I forgot they have my favorite player in the NFL. Yep. My my bad. That's Proud a, jersey owner. I should probably cop a Raider one too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just complete the set. Definitely. It, yeah. Can he get in the game this year? Can I see it with my? We saw him last year. He who was uh, in the Dolphins against the Falcons, game, I, right? Uh, no, I think it was the Dolphins. Might have been. Oh, been. that's right. And I he was, was actually so very good to the point where they were like, maybe he should take over. No, it was. I do remember. It, maybe well, it was maybe. Mariota. It was against the Falcons because okay. there was like a, it was like a blowout at the end of the game. I see, the problem is, it's it's not really the quarterback. It's just everything around the quarterback looks yeah. really bad. So, but hey, at least we have a new stadium, so I'll be pumped to watch that. Yeah, yeah. but you're going under. What was the seven? Damn, oh man, that's a that's a tough uh, that's a tough. Uh, if we have the top five hardest schedule, I'm gonna go under seven. Yeah, and it's yeah. good division too. Yeah, so it's tough. I'm taking the under as well for those at home. I like the quarterback. I think that this team is kind of comedic at times, so I'm gonna go with the under. Oh, and you, what do you got? I agree with you guys. I I don't have a whole ton to add to what Alex said. I think uh, to speak on on your point about the offensive line. I mean, they lost Trent Brown who was solid. I mean, the Patriots picked him up, so he's... Yeah, he's like his tat in the league. Yeah, yeah. best tattoo in the One league. One of the weirdest-looking guys maybe you'll ever see. Just a strange-looking dude. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah he's weird. Just like the IV bubble thing. and Yeah, yeah, he's uh, an interesting yeah. cat. He's not the most photogenic. But, uh, but yeah, the line got uh, got quite a bit worse. Um, and then, yeah, you guys... You already, I think, mentioned most of the defensive yeah issues that they have so uh so yeah i mean i don't think it's a well-coached team at the end of the day i nope. think john gruden is a, a poor coach i don't know why you would pay him as much as uh, as they did given triple digits baby yeah triple digits to well when mark davis is your owner i've seen them play in enough close games against mediocre teams and then lose like i mean it got to a point where it was like wow they almost just lost the jets yeah it was a that, miracle it was, was literally greg, greg williams was like here's a lifeline yeah and he, he reeled him in dude he reeled <laughs> yeah. him in you know, the, i love greg williams i just have to say he's the best <laughs> you're gonna miss that guy for sure you know what i was thinking is he a about job? is he unemployed i think he's unemployed someone should employ him please yeah, yeah. we can employ him yeah <laughs> you know how to edit a podcast um i think mark davis found the two people that like he is so like he could like relate to the most so he could just hire them and never fire them he was like these are my guys like this is like it's like salt of the earth for him. Yeah. He's like, these are my people. Uh-huh. I'm walking this down yeah. while I have the chance. He's the type of guy to be like, to call them up and be like, yo, you guys want to go out? 
And they're like, they're like, oh yeah, Mark, like the drafts tonight, guy. Like, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Like, so go away. Go out. That's tonight. <laughs> oh, that's Mark's tonight. Like, oh, okay. oh, I thought that was next week. Like, Let me yeah. put my shirt on so I can go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's not ironed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just and, got a giant chain on. Yeah. Like a, open Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Positives for you though. New stadium, yeah. as we mentioned. Top tier uniforms. Oh, so good. And uh, that's about it. That's about it. <laughs> There we like go. the Golden Knights are there. Like I don't know. Yeah, does that help? <laughs> I tried to make it positive. <laughs> Let's go. I really did. What was the thing where uh, Mark Davis like crashed? With, was the, <laughs> he driving a Mini Cooper? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talked about that. Oh, that was, yeah, it was did. a tumultuous off season for Mark Davis. Horrible. Yeah. We're on to the L.A. Chargers, and there is a lot of buzz <laughs> about the L.A. Chargers this oh, off season. We mentioned with Vegas that they have a new stadium. Obviously, the Chargers have the same thing. No fans in it last year, full dome this year, except, you know, it's not really, it's it's kind of like what we were talking about with the Pelicans. There's not really fans of this team. I love how they couldn't fill out an MLS stadium. And now so they're like, the, okay, let's make it five times bigger. Yeah, now they got the 100 grand, dude. They're, they're trying to try to pile wow. that up. It's, it's going to be interesting. They set the over-under at nine, but there is like major people taking the over it's not even like funny how yeah. many people are jumping on this it's largely in part due to the spectacular quarterback they have yep. mm-hmm. justin herbert they also have a new coach brandon staley overhaul very much so in terms yep. of the coaching staff mm-hmm. two new coordinators as well vegas says it's more or less of a toss-up on if they make the playoffs or like plus 110 plus 115 depending where you look it's about even odds but to sum it up, and there's a lot to sum up about the Chargers last year. They went 7-9. and nine. You can't really put the season into words, though. Their yeah, starting was... quarterback got stabbed by the team doctor in week two. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was uh, that electric. Was... And that doesn't even scratch the surface of what happened from there. Yeah. They <laughs> Hold on, I got they lost every game by a po- like one point. Yeah. Eight of their nine losses were by under 10. That's... <laughs> Jeez, and Lynn always looked like he had no idea what was going on. Oh, I'm going to miss Anthony Lynn. He was he wandering was... the sidelines like he was looking for the coach of if the team. Peterman's he had the face shield on, hey? Yeah, and he was yeah. fogged up all the time. If Peterman's my favorite player, Anthony Lynn's my favorite coach. <laughs> yeah, it's not I even agree. funny. Now he's in Detroit, so go Lions. Let's Ooh. go. Um, <laughs> the one game that they lost, though, out of the 8 of 9, that they lost by under 10... The, they lost one other game. They lost it 45 to nothing. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Who was that against? The, the Patriots. Patriots. Oh, right. And there was like four special teams touchdowns. They actually, Football Outsiders said the 2020 Los Angeles Chargers had the second worst special teams ever recorded in football history. Which wow. Team? Last year's team. Last year's Los, er, Los Angeles Chargers. Did, oh did you ever God. see that video, um, the John Boys video about their team? Yes. Yeah, the 2010 spe- Chargers. How bad that special teams was? Yeah. The, I think this one is, I think that was defense. one and this is two. That's uh, unbelievable. Yeah, that's how bad it gets for the Chargers. That's crazy. I know. Um, it it wasn't all bad though. I guess the quarterback won Offensive Rookie of the Year, and he was yeah. splendid. He was. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was a well earned oh. Offensive Rookie of the Year. The off season, as I we mentioned there, they obviously fired Anthony Lynn. I, we're gonna miss him I, again. <laughs> my favorite coach. Prayers up to Anthony, dude, because that guy. Wow. There was no rush like watching the Chargers late on a Sunday afternoon. It was like a high, man. I'm going to miss him. But they replaced him with 38-year-old Brandon Staley, who I'll tell you what Vegas thinks of him. He's the coach of the year favorite to win the whole thing right now. He he has the lowest odds to win coach of the year. He was the Rams defensive coordinator last year. Obviously, they did a lot of tricky stuff, a lot of unique things. So he was 
like the what do they call McVeigh of defense. That was mm-hmm. kind of the vibe they were giving off with him. Uh, they spent big on their O line. They got the best center in the league by Football Outsiders, mm-hmm. which I mean. Who knows offensive line? But they got a really good center from the Packers, Corey Lindsley. They drafted Rashawn Slater in the yeah. first round. They signed Owen's boy, Filer. That was yep. a big move. That's Owen's favorite player. You got player. the other Packer, too, Bulaga. That's right. They uh-huh. did get Bulaga. And, you know, they did lose a healthy amount off the roster, but, like, who cares? The Chargers were yeah. nothing special beyond their quarterback last year. Again, vastly improved O-line, promising quarterback, playmakers, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. Defense is kind of a work in progress, but the coach can make up for some of that. Great uniforms as well. This is yep. a great uniform division for most part. What were you going to say about the uniforms? I agree. I was going to – I had to give my uh, take on the uniforms. They're unbelievable. Like, yeah. I know when they came yeah. out, I sent them to Phil. They're they're unreal. Yeah. yeah the they're navy great. blue ones? Yeah. Oh, my God. So yeah. They're so good. Those are fire. Yeah. The navy blue's fire. The There's not blue. one bad one. No, not at all. No. They could do any combo, too. Yep. Pants to shirts. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. They're really, really nice. Yeah. Their schedule, it's about mid-pack. Week one, they're at the football team. That's, if, in case you're wondering, yep. on that sloppy, muddy field. Washington <laughs> Actually, wait, no, they fixed the grass. That happened this offseason. Oh, right, right, right. right. This, we, this we covered that. Sharp FedEx white field. got tack. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, three primetime games in total. Again, this is, uh, <laughs> there is Buzz City. I don't know a team, that a guy that has picked the under on this one. <laughs> And I think I might have to just because they're the L.A. Chargers and things don't work out for the L.A. Chargers yeah. very well. But I love the quarterback, and I'm it's I, I'm cheering for them. I want them to succeed. There's a Charger football right in front of me. That's right. I do want them to succeed, but things don't usually go well for this team. So I'm going to take the under, but there's no factual evidence to back it up <laughs> other than that they're the Chargers. What do you boys got? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the over here. I think they have a really talented offense. Obviously, Herbert's great. Um, I think Eckler is really good too, yeah. as far as somebody that can catch uh, catch passes out of the backfield, um, and then you know get yards on the ground for you. He's pretty versatile. Keenan Allen is one of the better slot receivers in the NFL, in my opinion. And then Mike Williams is 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 a solid receiver, I think. But yeah, their their line I think is a lot better. I think their line's gotten a ton better, and so I think their offense is is going to be very potent. I think they're going to score a lot of points. Uh, and as far as the defense goes, you you pointed it out, Phil. I mean, it's it's definitely got some holes, but it's got some bright spots as well. Obviously, Joey Bosa and Derwin James. Yeah. So Derwin James got to stay on the field, though. True, yeah. five a games. A bunch of these guys do, to be honest, because Eckler got hurt last year. I think Keenan Allen was hurt for a while. Yeah, you know so, why they got hurt? Because they're the LA Chargers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's why they got hurt. Some New stadium, teams, though. Yeah. So maybe the grass, like maybe. But here's the thing about the NFL: some teams are just cursed, and there's nothing else to it. The Browns cursed. The Chargers, Lions. The Lions cursed. The Raiders cursed. I I think it's hard. It's hard to go against. Cursed are meant to be broken. We've seen that with new stadiums now. I guess so. Yeah. So time will tell. There's a tie-breaking vote here, Alex. What you got? Over under nine. Uh, I'm going over. Let's go. I'm smashing the over. Yes. Um, so I love the Chargers. I'm very high on them. Uh, I know I'm a big Raiders guy, and they're in our division, but I can't help but applaud their um unbelievable off season. Uh, like Owen said, I think Herbert's unreal, super good quarterback. Um, and I think honestly, in a few in the in a few years, this might be a hot take. He might be the best quarterback from that draft. He might be better than Burrow, yep. Tua, and Love. Not surprised me at all. Um and. They have a great running game with Eckler. Um, he did better than I thought he would. He's actually when, good. When I they lost agree. Gordon, I was like, I don't know if Eckler can carry the load, and he did great. Great hands. Besides Keenan Allen, I I don't 
I'm not in love with their wide receivers. Mike Williams is pretty streaky. Mm-hmm. Um, and But they did draft two wide receivers in the third round this year, so it should be interesting to see how that pans out. And then obviously Corey Lindsley and Rashawn Slater. I don't have to talk about that. Um, defense, I think, will be strong. They drafted Asante Samuel. Cornerback was a need for them, so it'll definitely address that. Um, and, and everyone was very high uh, from uh, for him coming coming out of Florida State. Florida State is known to have DBU, some good right? uh, cornerbacks. Is that another school? Am I messing that up? DBU, Florida State. What's DBU? Uh, I think DBU is Miami, isn't it? Defensive. Somebody's gonna Some, be wrong. Yeah, I'm looking. Whatever. Let us know. Yeah, let, let us, us know, know, please. Okay. And like you boys said, safety Derwin James, another Florida State guy. DBU. Should should uh should should stay on the field. Yeah. But he's a killer. He'll actually rip your freaking head off. He's a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> he is unreal. He's like Jonathan ate what we thought Abram would be. Yeah. Just a little more on like under control, but In control. a menace. Um menace menace on the field. And then Chris Harris is looking to rebound. He did have a tough 2022 season. Joey Bosa and yeah, best best jersey in the NFL. So I'm um, smashing the over. All righty. No Anthony is. Lynn. Yeah, that's a big like, bonus. To huge. go seven and nine with Anthony Lynn is amazing. <laughs> that's like unbelievable. Owen <laughs> nailed it. He looked so clueless. So clueless. I'm telling you, I'm gonna miss that guy, dude. He because I <laughs> I was making fun of him so much like a year ago at this time, and then I watched Hard Knocks and he seemed like the nicest guy, and oh, I was I'm like, sure. damn, I'm gonna try to stay positive, and then by week like one, the positivity was gone. <laughs> but Anthony, you're my guy, dude. Like I literally, I've. I love Anthony Lynn. If I could buy an Anthony Lynn jersey, I would buy Is he Anthony coaching? Jersey. Yeah, he's he's the coach on the Which coaching, coach though? Uh, like defense like running backs for the Lions. Oh, damn, that's a for the Lions. Downgrade, dude, that's a real good. Yeah. Dude, I might have to go to Lions this dude, year. Dude, I'm a big Lions bandwagon guy. Wow. We'll get to the Lions sick. in a couple episodes. Quick quick just quick uh keys to success. Uh Herbert can't cut his hair again and look like a 5-year-old. Yeah, that was like keep tough. the flow. Looks really he good. He does have the flow right now. It looks so yeah, good. Yeah, I saw he has it. Whatever he's got going on is perfect. Keep like, it. The red farmer's tan. Yeah. Yep. Great. Just, it looks the yep. long flow looks so good with the jerseys. Oh, it looks great. So Yeah, he looks let's go. Farmer's Dude, that, tan. Farmer's tan, that's the wave. It's coming back. Anybody that's trying to like if you're trying to up your style, farmer's tan's yeah. where it's at. That's where it's going. It's the summer of the farmer's Phil tan. Phil just pulled sure. uh tell me you want, went on vacation without telling me you went on vacation. Yeah. Farmer's, farmer's tan. tan. Farmer's tan. Bose of the week, genius of the week, and no conclusive evidence to finish it off. We're running a little long, so we'll try to speed through them, but Let's see what you got this week. What do you boys come up with? I can start. Um, so I for my uh, for my bows of the week. This is Phil. Phil knows what I'm about to say here. I do. The Olympics have been going on. One of the surprises going into the Olympics and and into the selection was Kevin Love's selection, yeah. right? And uh, interesting part of that was that uh, he was chosen by Brian Colangelo, who's like kind of like the GM of the team. He, he he's yeah. in charge of. He is the ultimate final roster in final roster. Him and Jerry. Uh-huh. They split the duties. Yeah. Jerry Colangelo? Yeah. Uh-huh. Anything with Colangelo, I don't like because they were they, the Raptors. They, they really messed up the Raptors. Yeah. yeah. And so he had some things, some some not nice things to say about, about Kevin Love. So that was one of the picks on the roster that, that made a lot of people scratch their heads. And, and so, yeah, he had to leave Team USA and Jerry Colangelo had this these very kind and gracious words to say about him. He said, I didn't think Kevin Love was going to play. I wasn't even sure he had much left to play. He reached out to us and said he was in shape and he felt he owed us. And on the basis of that, we're looking at someone with international experience who at one time was a heck of a rebounder and could still shoot the ball. You know, being like twelfth man, like a 12th man on a roster. Well, it didn't work out. He wasn't in shape and he was way behind as it turned out. So you move on, call it a mistake. So, I mean, that's, I mean, Kevin Love was going through it. 
like, come on, man. You picked, you can say you picked a, a bad, you made a bad choice, but don't blame Kevin Love for that. It's, don't say he told you one yeah. thing and you got something else. Like, you watch him play all the time. He needs to close his mouth, first of all. Absolutely. There's, there's no Put on re- a burner, at least. Yeah, there's no, put on the burner. <laughs> there's no reason for you to make a comment about this. You're going out of your way to talk about yeah, Kevin Love leaving the team. Dirtbag, man. This guy, you pick Team USA basketball, man. You don't have to come out and say, yeah. blame a guy for not pulling through and coming into the team in the best shape of his life. The guy left on his own accord. It wasn't, I'm sure it was mutual to some extent, but the guy left on part of his own decision. You don't need to come out and pile on and say, yeah, it's his fault. I, I, I'm the good guy. I did him a favor and this and that. No. Yeah. And let's, let's relax. Like you or I, any of us here could pick a gold medal winning team USA. Oh, I know. A mosquito could pick a gold medal (laughs) winning team USA. And, and I just, last thing on this, I wanted to shout out his, his illustrious, drafting career while at uh well with the 76ers which was the last year so first Joel Embiid obviously great pick great pick then it gets a bit hairy from there yeah we got Jaleel Okafor we've got uh Timothy Luau Cabro TLC yep we've got Markel Fultz um Nerlens Noel and these are all with like high like top three type picks and uh Korkmaz so lot of i mean this was like you know she's tanking steal after yeah, steal steal after steal just great value so boy, jerry you're you showed kevin love you're the best you're you know how to pick a team is it yeah. wait is it jerry or brian brian sorry brian brian, brian. okay no, jerry made the comments pretty sure oh. Jerry did whatever. Colangelo whatever what, the, the fuck Colangelo's dude. The Colangelo's yeah. that's how about you guys just with. stop picking stuff. <laughs> just stop. Yeah. yeah, just go be on like a G League team or something. Yeah, because you yeah. clearly aren't cut out for it. Yeah, we're not a Colangelo podcast. They should let Kevin Love pick the next team. They should. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a fire plan. Yeah, I'm loving that. Thank what you. you got for genius, dude? For my genius of the week, uh, this will be quicker. I just wanted to shout out the uh, some of the salaries of these guys. So genius of the week is all these agents out here. Yeah, hustling for their yeah. boys. I wanted to read this just a few uh, few figures here. Chris Paul will make thirty three million when he's thirty nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steph Curry will make. 60 million when he's 37. Wow. Kyle Lowry will make 31 million when he's 37. Jimmy Butler will make 51 million when he's 36. And Michael Conley will make 26 million when he's 35. So if you're one of the, an agent or at any way involved with any of these fine NBA players in, in their contract negotiations, give yourself a pat on the back. I know you're listening. Well done. You, our boys are getting paid. All right. So for, uh, should I do genius or bonehead? Whichever you want to start with. All right, I'll start with uh, Genius. Uh, quick here, uh, Larry Tannenbaum, for those of you who don't know, owner of the uh, Raptors, wasn't acting up, just paid Masai, got it done, re-signed. Um, and yeah, I was just very happy about that. So um, we, have a, we have a competent owner. Uh, so And then from my bonehead of the week, it's David Griffin. In free agency, they said, you know, maybe they'd get Kyle Lowry. They offered Chris Paul a lot of money, Mike Conley, at least re-sign Lonzo Ball, but no. He got had a better idea. How does Thomas Sadaransky and an overpaid Devontae Graham sound? So Zion's probably thrilled and he's eager to sign his extension now with New Orleans. True. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Who wouldn't be? My bows of the week is ESPN. Wow. Specifically ESPN social media. Now, today, Lionel Messi got 
released from his Barcelona contract, yep. and Owen showed me a Sports Center post. The first thing that they do after Lionel Messi gets cut, yep. Photoshop him in a Laker jersey. <laughs> because who didn't need to see that today? That makes total sense, and that's really what they had to throw yeah. up for that one. Way yeah. to go, guys. So funny, by the way. I was yeah. laughing for hours. Yeah, yeah hilarious. <laughs> and my second one is they actually released a hype video about the Lakers. Oh, jeez. Lakers big four. Oh. So the video started with Russell Westbrook clips. He was passing it around. Then they cut to some LeBron clips. He was putting up some, some threes. He was making some passes. Then they cut to some Davis clips, mostly defense. He was getting some nice. blocks. And then Kendrick and then Nunn. The fourth member of the big four, Carmelo Anthony. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah. shout out to ESPN for really. Nice. Yeah. Everybody was asking for that one. Yep. Big four of what? Instagram followers? <laughs> yeah. is, is that the big four? Yeah. Big four. Yeah. Two thousand like eight. Top yeah, they should have put the Nuggets highlights in there for yeah. Melo. That yeah. minute would have made more sense. And my genius of the week is Patty Mills. I would like to pay some respect here because it hurts. It hurts. This is one of my favorite basketball players of all time. I love Patty Mills. Guy gave it all for the silver and black, heart and soul of the team. He came on 2012, came over from the Blazers. He worked his way up. He was the bench guy. Remember, he used to just wave the towel. That was all he did. Everybody just knew him as that guy. Then by next year, he was making big plays in the finals. He had big threes in the finals over and over again. He kept progressing. 2016, he was great. They paid him a ton of money. I think in 2017, like 16, 17, he was unbelievable. He was one of the best players on the team. I'm just going to miss this guy, man. Like They literally they drafted guards every year after that because they needed them, and he never complained, always showed up, always played through. It's been tough the last couple of years because there isn't, hasn't really been a role for him on the team, but I know he's got so much left, and I felt bad watching him lose for Australia the other night because I know yeah. how hard he works, and I know how much uh, Australia was banking on this run being their best chance at gold. So it definitely sucks to see him leave the Spurs and go out like that in FIBA, but shout out to that guy, man, because I know he's – I want to see him get a ring. Go make us proud. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. he, the best. So shout out to Patty Mills. Yeah. That's my guy. No conclusive evidence. Let's do it and let's get out of here. What do you boys got this week? I got, I can start. I love it. So mine is, you know how LeBron does his zero dark 30? Zero, zero dark 30, 23. Yeah. 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 Just that do that sense. all year because I've had enough. Um, <laughs> we talked about this before the show. His He had this tweet about, it was just the most LeBron tweet ever where he's going off about you doubting our team and like King yeah. James, yeah. the crowns are in there. It's... You know what it is, right? Keep the same energy. Keep the same energy. Like, shut up. Just stop (laughs) talking. And then during the draft, like, this is the thing I hate is like, everything has to be about LeBron. It's like, it it could be something completely unrelated to him. It's, it's me. That's the story. Like cameras on me. And so during the, uh, during the draft, he put an Instagram, a story on his Instagram of him watching the draft. And he said, not a bad seat to watch the next gen dreams come true. And he had his four championship trophies right there. So that, that was LeBron. like, yep. Like my favorite LeBron draft moment of all time is when he tweeted that he loved Shabazz Napier and Shabazz Napier was his favorite player in the draft. Yeah. And then the heat drafted him and then he left the heat seven days <laughs> later. That was my yep. favorite LeBron draft moment ever. Yeah. So LeBron just can't let anybody have any fun without reminding everybody he's the best and he's got championships. Well, that's awesome. He's the king though. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why he puts a crown in every tweet he ever Once does. again, the yeah. best moment ever, the Colin Sexton moment. Yeah. Yo, LeBron. Yeah. Let's do it, man. <laughs> Come yeah. on. Yeah, he was he was gone earlier that time, yeah, three yeah, days later. Yeah, yeah. Go buy Space Jam. Go watch yeah. Space Jam. Yeah. Uh, so my inconclusive evidence is Kanye will just never drop Donda. 
and we will just forever be in a loop of watching live streams of him and he will forever live in Mercedes-Benz um yeah. arena and uh yeah like the Falcons will be playing in like week 5 and the halftime show will be Kanye running around the field with a big jacket over his head <laughs> yeah. uh so yeah and the live stream is an absolute joke they're doing everything but finishing the album <laughs> getting haircuts sleeping eating lifting weights, lifting weights. weights. not properly by the way yeah. the form's looking kind of ass i'm not a big gym guy but shout out exercise science in high school taught me how to lift a freaking dumbbell so not <laughs> yeah. right form you gotta show them what's up my no conclusive evidence is august is a disappointing month and i've tried i really have oh, the last no, i always get down bad when august hits and i don't know what it is it's just it always bugs me man i don't really like it's august. an ass month it is but here's the thing the last couple of days there's been august positivity I saw a lot of people were saying it's still the heart of the summer. No, so you know what I yes. said the last couple of days? I said, you know what? I'm going to try to live with a positive lens in the month of August. I'm not going to think about the negatives and everything like that. I'm just going to focus. It's still summer. It's still nice out. And you know what? This month is just not my thing, man. I'm not a fan. It reminds me of schools coming back. The days get shorter. The grass stops growing. The leaves have already started falling. They start changing the colors. It just gets sad. I don't really like August like that. You know, the worst part about August though, is when you hear those songs and they start to hit a little deeper, you're like, (laughs) damn, like summer's really over. You know what I'm talking about? uh, Drake, the summer's over summer, interlude. Yeah. I always listen to that at the end of the summer. Jeez, it, it just like hurts my heart when those come on, and that's really what I associate August with at this point. So, that's I honestly, a great take. I just don't like August. No, hundred percent, because yeah. I've never met a person that you know when it's like July thirty first, and then it turns to August. I've never met a person that's like, yes, yeah. August. Yeah, no, yeah. and uh, actually, my girlfriend's birthday is in August, and horrible month to have a birthday I, then I coming from a june 22nd guy no oh, that's brag, that's a one of the, the longest summer. days of no, the that's year that's a great that birthday. is a that, i would Me go too, in the dude. first round of days for a birthday <laughs> that's first round that's first round material but like you said you know u.s open starts tennis that at least for me and that's what i associate the end of august with but yeah it's the only thing i like is the last couple of weeks you get the football engine starts turning yeah. a little bit but that's True. literally it that's yeah. what keeps you yeah yeah sane Dude, Phil, I thought you were going to get, like, emotional there. Like, I thought we were going to get the second, like, f- f- emotional Phil about, like, school ending the first time. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I thought we were going to get it back. That, that was, like, I almost cried that day. Yeah. I've had a couple almost cried. Yeah, it's podcast. always about, like. The just, Oilers or uh-huh. just, like, f- summertime, like, feelings. Yeah. I feel it, dude. I, I understand it. Yeah, I might just yeah. go play Marvin's Room after this and go to bed. Same. There it is. It's in the books. I think that's a pretty clear 10 out of 10. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be top of the line i think yeah. the fans would agree I think you guys they would please keep doing whatever you were doing with the episode prior yeah just keep uh listening share whatever the hell whoever blew that up for us maybe posted it somewhere someone once again get back to us we want to figure yeah. out what the heck's going we on really got to get to the bottom any of lead even a lead like just a, a lead yeah. so if you get if you guys liked anything from that episode definitely let us know we'll do more of that mm-hmm. um we're open to suggestions and ideas so Feel free to let us know on TikTok, Instagram, wherever. Yeah, for Comment. sure. Comment. We're all reachable. You know where we stay. Yeah. You know, it, 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 thank you all because it uh, it means a lot. We yeah. like making these. So yeah. we're going to keep making these and keep blowing them up, keep doing your thing. We'll be back again on Monday. We'll uh, recap whatever the hell goes on in the middle of August. 
I guess there's a gold medal game. We can talk about that. Oh, true. Yeah, there's there's a couple options. Yeah. It's not over. No preseason yet, but yeah. we'll be back Monday. It'll be a great one. Weekend winners and losers, all that good stuff. We'll talk to you guys then. Have a good weekend.